Southern Vanguard Radio. This is DJ John Doe. And to the left of me is my man. Back in effect after a week away, Lord Tulane, Chino, Eddie Meeks, what's good, people? Eddie Cappuccino's out, Memphis, motherfucking East, Macklemore, me. Yeah. Hey, homie, real quick, yeah. I want to say to you that I I, I appreciate you. <laughs> I think I I think the uh the fans you. owe you a debt of gratitude. Oh, they do, huh? Yeah, for uh, one forty-two. One episode one forty-two. Yeah, Why that, that was. I mean, hey man. Uh, you know, un unforeseen shit kept me away from episode one forty-two. Yep. But when I woke up on that Tuesday morning, on that t- on that glorious, on that Tuesday. glorious Tuesday morning, <laughs> and I wiped the shit out of my eye, and I pushed play on my phone. <laughs> And I heard how excited and amped you was on the episode, opening that episode. <laughs> it just warmed my heart. And I think I shed a tear. <laughs> he shed a thug tear. I think I shed one thug crocodile <laughs> tear. <laughs> one little thugly tear. Man. I tried, I you know. I appreciate you, homie. That was, oh, uh, man, thank yeah, you. Because that wasn't my intent. Hey, no, I know it wasn't. Yeah. You know, but you know, sometimes the show's got to go on. And uh, absolutely, you know, li- like I said, you know, I mean, this this Sunday night is uh, this sun every Sunday evening is 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 a bit of church for us. I mean, honestly, like you know, all all kidding aside, I mean, yo, man, I'm happy it's a motherfucker to be here right now. So even though you weren't able to come out last week, yeah. I was still happy as hell to be down in this joint cranking out cranking out that episode. No I was question. just I was just trying to figure out how I can even come close to the energy that you and I collaboratively come with every week. And, hey, you, uh, was, you, you know, was right I was there trying. with it, homie. You, was was, try- you was right there, You man. know what it was, too? I was tr- All the shit that we were talking over the past two weeks, yeah. I was trying to keep that energy up, yeah. too. You well, know what I mean? Get back, we're going to get back we on We can get back on yeah, that. we're going to get Because I, <laughs> I got some things. <laughs> you know, our, our, fa- our fans were nice, though. They were like, you know, John, you did a great job. Thanks for holding it down. But I do miss Meeks. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's cool. But, but I'm, I want to tell y'all this, you know, um, uh, again, you know, we put a lot into this without getting a whole lot out of it. Yep. Except for, you know, when we get to at, interact with the people and, you know, they enjoy us and we get a, a file email here and there. Right, right. Which is always entertaining. Yeah. But, um. Uh, but nah, man. Seriously, homie, that was you know that was cool, man. Thank you, man. I, I appreciate you, homie. Thank you, man. Thank I'm you. Glad you Thank did you. Did that shit. Thank you. Yes, yeah. sir. Uh, how was your week, dude? Well, th- Thanksgiving. Uh, I don't Thanksgiving know how to act, man. Tomorrow we back in the fucking real world. I know. I've been off since the seventeenth. Golly, man. I'm I've been off since the seventeenth. I am envious of you, my man. Holy shit! All I gotta do now is make it to December twenty second, and I have another mammoth vacation off. <laughs> you, you know, my date's December 26th. Okay. Because all, right. all this holiday shit is over then. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just... I'm I don't just, care if I'm working or if I'm yeah, off or what. I just yeah. need to make it to December 26th. I'm just, I'm just trying to get out of the job. That's that's the whole yes. thing with me. Because yes. this, this, the little downtime is... has It's been really cool, Yeah, man. it's nice. It's yeah, nice, It's been man. real cool. All, all jokes aside, I was, I was off for about, I don't know, really off offer you know, since probably last Tuesday or so or Wednesday, okay. and it was nice. Yeah, hell but, You know, yeah. it's never really a vacation, especially when you okay. got them, you know. Anyway. Nah, man. All right. So, 
Take well, it good, out, man. come to us. Yeah. Yes, sir. It was all good, man. Yes, and sir. I hope all y'all had a, a wonderful holiday. Yes, sir. I hope y'all had as much time off as we did and uh, time to get back to some things. Oh, real, real quick. I had some Tennessee bourbon. I saw that. Last weekend. I saw last that. Last week, man. That's some strange shit. Okay. It's kind of strange, right? I mean, yeah. Tennessee bourbon is odd. It's usually, I mean, usually there's a pretty definitive, like, ten, there's Tennessee whiskey. Right. And then there's Kentucky bourbon. You you usually get Tennessee sour mash. Right. Um, but it's not bourbon. It's not bourbon, though. Right. This but they is bourbon. right next, next to each other in the liquor store. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You get Tennessee sour <laughs> mash. You get yeah. you get Tennessee whiskey. That's like yeah. Dickel. Yeah. George Dickel is yeah. like he doesn't have sour mash on his shit. But but looking at the Ezra would would throw you off because this is Kentucky sour mash according to the right, bottle. Right. Right. But I it's know. bourbon whiskey. Yeah. So is Jack Daniels actually bourbon whiskey or is it sour mash? I don't know. <laughs> the, 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 the questions the questions are endless i'm sorry i don't know anyway yeah it was some uh it was some good bourbon though man it looked it looked nice that label was fly shit it looked nice the label was fucking fly that motherfucker he looked like an old elmer fudd was on the <laughs> label did. but i was like damn they over there <laughs> fucked up i bet <laughs> man yo he he caught that he caught that for nothing too man. i believe it I that's, believe that's it. That's a love, anyway. Hell he's my yeah. father-in-law, man. Best father-in-law on the planet Earth, bro. And what'd you say? The, the more you drink it, the better it got? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. That sounds about right. Yes, sir. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, well, let's get down to biz. This is an interview session. Uh, it, before we get you know too far into it, if this is the first time you're listening because you're a fan of the gentleman that we have on the phone with us tonight, this is Southern Vanguard Radio. Yes, it is. We drop twice a week. On Tuesdays, it's a mixed show. 90 minutes or so of the latest and greatest hip-hop joints cut up by myself, yours truly, DJ John Doe. And, uh, you know, my, my partner in crime over here, Mr. Meeks, and I just talk a tremendous amount of shit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we just do just a lot of fly things, really, every week. And then on, on Thursdays, it's an interview session. So it could be with an MC or DJ or producer or A&R, behind the scenes, but whoever it may be, usually within the sphere of hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's on Thursdays. So uh, we're on any number of platforms that you more than likely enjoy on a regular basis. That's SoundCloud, MixCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a few other platforms, right, Meeks, that we're on if you, if you don't want to you know, check those out. Absolutely. ATLHipHop.com, IamClassicRawRadio.net. Return of the Boom Bab, WRBB, all of those right here in Atlanta. And Soul Public Radio out on the West Coast. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, and, re- and real quick, twice a month, I drop a podcast on Official Crate Music Radio. So make sure you check that out as well. Check out at Official Crate Music everywhere. I do two episodes a month over there. We're up to episode 13 or 14 now. So, you know, make oh, sure God. you go check that out. Peace to my man, Dave from Dave, Crate. what up? Yeah. All right. Without oh, any further ado, all technical difficulties have been worked out. Oh, man. We are cooking with gas now, as they say. Tonight's interview. Right, dude, okay. There's, there's, about, there's about three or four folks right now, Meeks, mm-hmm. that, are, that are just really bringing it from an M- MC perspective. Got you. And the guy that we're having on the interview session with us tonight is one of them. And, you know, f- I mean, for, for whatever reason, and you, you'll probably know, you go back and look at the playlist. It seems like 
Sometimes this guy will show up in the show like two or three times. Yeah. Like I think in official crate music episode 13 last mm-hmm. week, I think he's on like four or five joints and out of that mix. Yeah. They're working, man. On top of that, he's collaborating with a bunch of folks that we really fuck with right now too. Like crime apple. Yeah. Like a bunch of other guys. So okay. anyway, I'm super excited about tonight. You know, we had, we, we had a, a fellow, uh, I, I guess, I guess a homie of his, a fellow Canadian on uh, about a month ago, Bozak Morris. Okay, okay. So we're just kind of, ex, you know, spreading out in this kind of Toronto, uh, you know, hip-hop, you know, underground thing here. No doubt. With none other than Daniel's son. Daniel's Daniel. son. Daniel. Yo, my man, how you guys doing, man? You guys are good? We're good, Yeah, man. we're great, dude. What's going on? Yo, I'm over here eating curry chicken and rice right now, <laughs> listening to you guys, man. You guys are living the dream right now, man. You guys are my heroes. That's what's up? <laughs> well, we're somebody's heroes. We not we might not be our heroes, but we're somebody's hero. <laughs> what's the What's the curry chicken spot where you at, man? I'm at home right now. This is the this is a home cooked meal. Oh, okay. But my big bro, my big bro Blizz, he's a he's like one of the biggest reggae artists in Canada. Oh, okay. You know, he has a you guys know Sizzler? Sizzler Kalanji? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, check out Blizz Party Time featuring Sizzler Kalanji. Check the video out. He's like the master chef. He just whipped up the crazy curry chicken right now, and it's delicious, I must say. Uh, you the one living a dream, Clay. Yeah, what? <laughs> a hot bowl it's of like that curry? Are. Man. It's, it's authentic, like too. We got, the, we got the CFL out here, and it's like the it's like the CFL... Super Bowl today. They call the Great Cup. Oh, okay. So he he, he chefed it up in honor of the Great Cup tonight. That's and Toronto's up. playing in the Toronto's playing in the finals, so we're all watching it right now. Oh, that's what's up. I'm upstairs. I'm upstairs watching on the big screen. Everyone's downstairs. That's oh, what's up. Shit, damn. I'll enjoy that. Man, you, you, you No, no, no. It's good. It's good. This is this is beautiful, you know? Okay. I'm honored to be on the show. I'm honored all to right. be here. All right, beautiful. Thank you, man. So Daniel, I don't even know where to start with you, right? Honestly. Um you know, we've been playing a lot of the joints on the show, I guess, over the past year and a half, two years or so. Um, and, man, I'd really just kind of like to start from the beginning because I, uh, other than the music, man, and, like, you know, your affiliations with, you know, with Cypher Sose and, um, you know, the Crate Division Cats and Bozak and, like, you know, all those dudes, like, there's really not a lot of information about you out there. So I'd kind of like to start from the beginning. Like, I mean, at a minimum... Like, what's your story, man? Like, how, how'd you get, like, where are you, where are you from? Are you from Toronto originally? Like, what's your background? How'd you get into this hip-hop shit, man? Yeah, I'm from, I'm from just outside of Toronto. It's called the Brampton. And, you know, we're all part of the GTA, which is called the Greater Toronto Area. So I'm not in the city of Toronto, but I'm like 15 minutes outside. And I'm from Brampton. I was born out here. And I've been, man, I've been rapping. So I just turned 28. Like, uh, I'm an 89 baby. I just turned 28. I've been rapping since I was, like, 11, 12. I met uh, my dude, Cypher Soze, when I was 13, when we were in grade 8. He came to my school, and we just, that's when we recorded. Me and Soze recorded our very first track when we were 13. So we've really been rapping for, like, 15 years. Mm. That's like my, you know, my brother from the jump, right? And it just been, you know, just been a lifelong kind of like a tool, you know, a tool I've been developing. It's almost like a trade, you know. People go to school to become like an electrician or 
you know, plumber or something like that. But this is like a trade I've been working on since I was young. And, and now it's starting to pay off, you know, now it's like a career path for me. Right. So, so Meeks, would this gentleman fall into the, the young boy gang, uh, uh, Shit, crew young, that you're assembling? Than, uh, me and you say, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> Wish I was fucking 28 right now. <laughs> uh, but Bro, then I'm, again. I'm feeling the heat now, man. I'm feeling the heat. It's like, yo, I'm 28. You know, I see I'm seeing some of these younger dudes, like my dude Al Davino, these cats are like 23, and these guys are the truth. Like, yeah. You know, like I'm feeling the heat. It's, it's good. You yeah. know, everybody's motivating and, you know, pushing each other in this market right now. No doubt. Thing. Nah, you're in a good place, man. You're definitely in a good spot. Like, um, with you with you being an 89 baby, <laughs> like t- Toronto and, and, and hip-hop and MCs out of Toronto, like what? What did you have to to pull from coming up, if if anything? Uh, definitely, I had uh, Cardinal Fischel. Mm-hmm. Like Bacardi, Bacardi slang was huge, mm-hmm. and Bac- mm-hmm. uh, he had a lot of. You know, Cardinal had a lot of dope dope tracks. We had uh, the Rascals. I'm not sure if oh, you guys yeah, are familiar right. with Rascals. Yeah, yeah, I got Northern uh, Touch. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, Y'all uh, said, hang with us. Oh, yeah. No one coming through with the Northern Touch. Yeah, like, yeah. I, was, I was like a little kid watching Rap City, and like they were on Rap City and stuff. And like, um, I think they had Barrington Levy on that joint. Okay. Yeah. Like, and who else did I have? We had Ghetto Concept. Yeah. Even Sean Paul, man. Sean Paul's from Toronto, too. Like, All Sean right. Paul's from Toronto. Dope. Wait, um, he's from Toronto? Did I? Sean Paul, yeah, man. Yeah. He's from Toronto, man. Baby Blue Sound Crew and all. Yeah, he's from nah, Toronto. Nah, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a major Caribbean culture. No, I there. knew that, yeah. but I didn't know major. Sean Paul was from Toronto. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I'm that's one thing that, that a lot of people don't know is yeah. how heavily Caribbean influenced Toronto is because it's it's direct. Like, I'm eating curry chicken right now. <laughs> my, my, my big bro, like, you know, I... I live in a house of reggae music. Like the the studio in the basement is I record like reggae legends. Like uh, I engineer reggae legend sessions and stuff like hmm. you know, Len Hammond and you know, like it's crazy. I have it's I'm blessed, you know, but it's that's every that's every day out here. It's, it's regular. Like the the jerk spots out here, the oxtail, the jerk chicken out here. <laughs> It's oh. top of the top on this. It's beautiful. Ooh. We gotta go. Oh, man. <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta go. I was just looking at my passport guys, tonight. I, I encourage anybody. I encourage everybody that can cross. You know that can cross to come to Toronto. If you guys are ever gonna come to Canada, you guys gotta come to Toronto. We're literally the most multicultural place on earth. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like That's a fact. Like we yeah. have the most multicultural multicultures. Like it's crazy out here. It's a melting pot of cultures out here. Dope. Well, we should have better luck than our Skype did tonight because we couldn't call Canada but <laughs> but I think I think you know I don't I don't I don't really have a bad record behind me. I know John is clean as a goddamn whistle. So we should be able to get across the border. No problem, man. No problem. I would love to come to Toronto for real. What was Bozak talking to us about? What what did we what did Bozak yeah. say we had to do? Bozak's out here. Yeah, Bozak's out there. What did he say we had to do? There was something he said we had to do when we get out yeah. there. Was it food related? It's, it's always food related. Yeah, he's supposed to take us somewhere like to get some, yeah, some authentic know, shit. Bozak is half Jamaican, right? Bozak's half Jamaican. He okay. told you that, right? No, he did not. He's 
I'm pretty sure he's Chinese and Jamaican. I know for a fact he's half Jamaican. I'm pretty sure he's Chinese too. Uh, yeah, he's half Jamaican. Like he was arguing with one of my friends. They were talking about spicy peppers. He's like, you guys don't even know about spicy peppers. I was raised with spicy peppers. Like, his, I'm pretty sure his like family owned like a patty spot or something like that. Like, yo, you guys got to talk to Bozak. Will tell you like he'll probably show you some of the illest oxtail spots or all that. Oh like, Bozak got the information for sure. That's what's and he's up. from a different side of the city. He's from the east east end of the city. So I don't even know the the nice spots out there. I only know the nice spots on the west end of the city. Got you. So. We both got you, though. Bozak runs right. one of the illest radio stations ever out here. He runs yeah. uh, the plug. So he's, yeah, that's the man right there. Dope, yeah, yeah. Dope, dope. So, um, so Daniel, you, you, you have some, I mean, n- not only, you know, uh, you know, living where you're living and growing up around, you know, obviously all the Caribbean influence, you have some family members that were pretty heavily ingrained in, you know, in, in music, right? Did I, did I read that right? You, you have a... You have an uncle that was that was in the music business. Yeah, I did, but I never even I never even really put that out there like that. I don't even. Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. He's uh, that's like my mom's uncle. My mom's uncle, he was big, and then my uncle he owned a. My, he's not really. He's not my uncle by blood. He's so my uncle, my blood uncle, my uncle Terrence. He's so my half of my family is South African. My mom is South African. Okay. Her brother married my auntie Lorraine, who's Jamaican. So we have a huge Jamaican family that's married into us. So my auntie Lorraine's sister Gloria was married to my uncle Danny. So he was he was so this like he's like a second remove, you know, like there's gotcha. no blood relation. But gotcha. okay. he owned a record label that was called Bulletproof Records, and they won. Oh, I forget what it's called now. We got like these bootleg awards. It's called a Juno. We got the Juno. Juno it's like the bootleg Grammys, like the, like the Canadian <laughs> Grammys. And um, <laughs> he won. He won that for like reggae, reggae single of the year, something like that. But I used to always go to their house for like family gatherings and stuff. And he had a dope studio in the basement. And that was like right around the time, like I was probably like 12, 13 around those times. Like I was just starting to rap. So that kind of, and, and he never even knew that I rap. He, did, he, he probably oh, should have, you know, because they got divorced and he moved back to Harlem. Mm. So he's not even around no more. But he, does, he doesn't even know. Like, yeah, he was like a big influence on me, really. I haven't even, I haven't seen him in like 10 years. Oh, really? Wow. But okay. yeah, he was doing his thing. He was doing his thing. He used to have like crazy hot 97 tapes, like Big L freestyles, but like recorded, like he would, it was actually recorded on his cassettes. It had all kinds of crazy interviews and stuff like that. And I remember, I remember specifically bumping that Big L tape, the one with the like that seven minute freestyle with Jay Z. Oh, yeah, like he yeah. had that tape with like the tape with Big L like written in pen on it. And I was like, yo, that we used to bump that. Me and my cousin Damien back in the day. So that was like a big influence on me for sure. Dope. So, so did you have other family like more immediate family members that were into music heavy, Daniel, or? Is it like you kind of doing the music thing kind of, a, you know, new or, you know, for your family yeah, or no? Like, I was like, yeah, that's like, we don't really, you know, nah, there's nobody really, that was it. Like my uncle, my uncle Danny, that was it. Like he, but he wasn't, he was more like on the business side. Like right. he owned like a record label and had a studio in the basement and stuff like that. Like a crazy, I, I forget what that, um, that AKG, that crazy, I think it's like the I forget what it is. He had that old school AKG. It's like all gold. 
Okay. I remember seeing that. It's like the same thing that Easy E recorded. I remember you used to seeing that mic. Oh, the mic, the AKG mic, yeah. <laughs> I used to love those. I, mean, I still do. Every time I see that old school AKG mic, it's like nostalgic for me. Because mm-hmm. I know how classic it is. But yeah, I don't have like really any. Oh, my man, right? Yeah. Yo, yeah, people, the game just finished. That little Super, the little super Bowl boot, like Super Bowl just finished. So. Toronto way. Toronto just won. Yo, we're champions. Oh, that's what's up. Congratulations, Toronto. <laughs> on your bootleg Super Bowl championship. <laughs> hey, it's more, it's more than Atlanta can say. Hell yeah. Atlanta can't say <laughs> shit. Yo, but you guys are nice, man. Julio Jones, Julio, they caught two TDs today. So, yo, Julio. Yeah. Man, he going to need two knee replacement home. surgeries next biggest. week. Why? <laughs> oh, I got love. I love the Falcons. I'm not a Falcons fan, but I love the Falcons. That's what's up. Somebody got to do it. I, mean, yeah. I remember I used to mess with the Falcons when you guys had D'Angelo Hall as a rookie. Now yeah. I got D'Angelo Hall on the Reds. I'm a Redskins fan. Yeah. So we got like the old. Now he has to play safety and all that. But I used oh, to, yeah. you guys had D'Angelo Hall and Michael Vick. Yeah. And you guys had Duckett and you had Warren Dunn. I was the Falcons yeah. and Madden all the time back then. That's, That's what's up. <laughs> That's, That's dope. How'd you how'd you end up being a Redskins Redskins fan, Daniel? Sean Taylor, man. God bless the dead, man. Sean nah. Taylor, man. I'm all about the you. I'm a big <laughs> Miami Hurricanes fan. And okay. Sean yeah. Taylor was the beginning of all of it. You know, I used to play football. I played football and I used to play corner and safety and return kicks and play running back and all that. But Sean, when I watched Sean Taylor tape, that like that's what made me really take football serious. Like Sean Taylor was the man. Yeah, Sean Taylor, right. they had big, big hopes and aspirations for Sean Taylor up yeah. in, uh, at the Redskins Yo, organization. Man, I, wanna, I have the jersey up in my room right now, and I have—I remember I got it. My birthday's in October, and he died in, like, November. He got mm-hmm. shot in, like, November and died in, like, November, whichever year it was. I was still in high school. I was, like, in grade—I was in, like, my extra year of high school. I went back for another year just to play football and stunt on everybody. Mm. Like a fool. <laughs> and he got shot though. He got shot in like November. He got shot like literally a month after I got that jersey. And like that you no, know, I was sad. Yeah, my grandma played there. Yeah, I was sad about that, man. That was that was like a crusher to me. Cause he was the best. He's gonna be the best safety of all time, man. It's yeah. No doubt about it to me. Yeah, they had big hopes for dude. Yeah, Daniel, you and you and Cypher are, are big football fans, right? You guys are all dipped in uh in Giants and Redskins uh gear on the on the cover of one of your joints and everything, right? Yeah, you talk to Soze, though. He's not the biggest fan of football this year. You see how the Giants I bet he's not, yeah. trying to watch no football Man, no more. Giants hurting right now. <laughs> yeah, they're doing real bad. The Giants are doing real bad. They're, that's fun to watch. We just beat them the other day. So that was a beautiful day. <laughs> but we got the most injuries. Like, Redskins have the most injuries right now. Like, so just to... It wasn't even looking good. It was like 3-3 three, three after the first half. Like It was the ugliest game in the first half. So I was kind of scared because we got way too many injuries. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's ill. That's crazy, man. Well, who knows? We'll see how the season, you know, how how the season checks, shakes out. Hell yeah. But, uh, you know, gosh, I don't know, man. Uh, we, have, we have an Atlanta you Falcons guys Georgia, <laughs> You guys Georgia Bulldogs fans too? Nah, not really. Nah. nah. Nah, we just live yeah, here, man. Looking, we just we just we just live in the metro Atlanta area, man. Yeah. We don't have a whole lot of support for for the shenanigans and shit that go on around here, man. <laughs> yeah, we're we're, we're we're transplants. I know. So so Daniel, I mean, Meeks has been here since '89. 
Yeah. So he he might as well be a, a, a native, even though he won't claim it. Nah. So so Meeks never. Meeks is from Memphis, Tennessee, and then I'm from Kentucky originally. So I mean we're 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 we're, oh, we're, we're yeah we're all over the map. Like my, my wife's from Michigan originally. You know they're a Michigan State family. So I mean like we're, dude, we're all over the place as far as uh you know sports Loyalty. allegiance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're all over the place. Dude, my kids are so damn confused, man. Like <laughs> they're like they're like Michigan State fans, and then they're like you know they're not Georgia fans, but then they're I don't know they're they're just they don't know what they don't, they don't know what's know going what on. Doing, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, anyway. You guys are close to the Georgia. Isn't Georgia Tech in Atlanta? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, it's in Atlanta, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Georgia Tech is downtown, midtown Atlanta, basically. Mm. But, you know, uh, University of Georgia is in Athens. It's just like 45 minutes from here. So it, right. it's all pretty close. Yeah. Mm, that's cool, man. That's dope. Close. I always, uh, I love, I love uh, American high school football. Like, the way, I see the way that we take football out here is a joke. Like, this. You know, some of the best high school players out here never even get high school highlight tape and stuff like that, you know? Oh, really? And then, yeah, and then when I go out to Fort Myers and I go and I'll go to, like, um, watch the high school games out there. Oh, that's football. It's it's football capital of the world. Like, that's high school football. Them Texas and Cali, but I only been to Florida. I only watched the high school game in Florida. You know, anywhere in the South and you talk about high school football, you you just man, you just stepped into some of the realest shit ever. All the way from Florida on over, you can go over to Texas, yeah, um, Georgia, Tennessee. Too, Tennessee. Tennessee yeah, Tennessee too. is huge. Um, yeah, anywhere in the South and high school football, it's just man, it's just crazy town, man. Shit. Yeah, it's yeah. serious shit. Friday Night Lights for real. Yeah, yeah. The playoffs and shit is going on right now for all the state championships and shit like that. So yeah, it's a it's a real major time in the in the in the in the region right now for sure. And then those high school kids, they probably get to play in the Georgia Dome for the championship. No, nah, the like Georgia Dome is gone. <laughs> they just yeah, they just demolished the Georgia Dome last week and sent. Where are you guys playing? Where's your home field? What's your home field called now, then? Oh, the you know they built nah they built uh the the Mercedes Benz Stadium yeah uh, right next uh, door to it yeah two billion dollar stadium right next door to perfectly to the perfectly nothing wrong with the Georgia Dome but the Georgia Dome just got imploded last week so they don't have that no more I don't know where they're gonna play the state championships this year that's crazy that's crazy man yeah who knows all right man. Yeah. Deion Sanders <laughs> used to take picks back to the house in the Georgia Dome. How they gonna blow that up? They just got rid of it, dude. And I'm talking about there was nothing wrong with this facility. The the only reason they <laughs> built the two billion dollar stadium was because Arthur Blank couldn't he didn't have any say so over the dome. That belongs to the Georgia World Congress Center. Yeah. So he he had to go out and get his own stadium so he could do what he wanted to do. You know, it's it's just man, they just blowing money around here, man. It's it's still BMF days around here, man. <laughs> they just blowing, they just blowing money fast out here in Atlanta, man. I'm telling you, it's crazy. Oh, man, that's bars, man. That's bar. That's a bar. I'm about to put that in my book right there. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> it's crazy out here, man. Just to see some of this shit going on out here, it's crazy, man. Like just for the fact that the new stadium is the Mercedes Benz Stadium. Oh, now, you guys oh, are yeah. like the flyest team in the dude, world right yeah. now, dude. That yeah. shit is two billion dollars worth of nothing. I'm Yo. talking about. 
I can't believe it. So, so Daniel, the craziest thing know. is, so here's the craziest thing, right, is they, they blew the Georgia Dome up last week. We got a brand-new football stadium that's also housing – uh, the the new um, Atlanta United MLS team, right? Yeah, so we, we got football and soccer in that stadium, and then the new Braves yeah. Stadium just opened last spring. So right. we had we've had two brand new stadiums open up in basically the past twelve months. Yeah, and 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 Turner Field, which 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 was replaced by SunTrust Stadium for the Braves, was was built in like ninety five or ninety six for the Olympics. So the mm. Georgia Dome and Turner Field. Weren't even thirty oh, years. Yeah. yeah, weren't even thirty years old, man. Georgia Dome was only twenty five. No, years wasn't old. that Olympics? Ninety five. Yeah. Atlanta Olympics. That's when Donovan Bailey was killing it, and he's from he's from on the end. He's Donovan from, Bailey yeah. from out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got. I remember ca- that. Yeah, he got caught up with the Royals. So, wasn't that the? Uh... I was six years old, bro. I remember literally having races on the street and everybody wanted to be Donovan Bailey. Yeah. And like, I was the one, I was the one little white, you know, I was the one little white dude who couldn't be Donovan <laughs> Bailey and I'm still winning the races though. I was the one winning the race and I couldn't be Donovan Bailey. Oh, geez. That's dope. That's <laughs> dope. Yeah. Man, you, 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 I remember when he, he raced Michael Johnson and, and on a one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Was it? No, I wasn't Mike. I don't know if you remember the dude's name. I don't think it was Michael Johnson. I remember he he raced that American dude. It might be Michael Johnson. It sounds like, sound about name. right in the two hundred, man. Yeah, in the two hundred. Yeah, and yeah. he pulled up. The American dude pulled up and like he had a hamstring, like he pulled his yeah. quad or something. Yeah. Yo, I remember that yep. day too. We had races on the street all day, and yeah, that book, bro. Those, I used to do. I used to love track, man. I used to love track, man. Yo, I just but, it, that was my. But was it Donovan Bailey that got caught? Uh, doping late on in his career. The, I think that was Ben Johnson. Ben that was Johnson. Ben Johnson. Oh, that's right. Yeah, ben Johnson. He got yeah, yeah, he got caught up. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Hell yeah. He was, he was diesel. Like, there's no way he went doping. He was doping to yeah. the max. But the, the crazy thing is, everybody in that whole heat was doping, and they only they only singled out Ben Johnson because he crushed everybody. Like, he was just had the best dope. No doubt. Right. <laughs> no doubt. Yup. He had the best Royce. He had the best though. And this is John Doe and Eddie Meeks on ESPN Radio tonight. We about to fuck around, Daniel. Fuck around. We about to get a sports a sports show, bro. You, you me. Yeah, we not even. Yeah. We haven't talked about rap for like fifteen minutes, man. We can just do sports. That's it. Well, yo, rap, sports yo, keep life, him, man. Sports is life, man. Yo, keep him with the sports theme, though. Um, I see you. You really got your start. Um, with uh. Text battles? Can you can you explain that? Yeah, I, I never. I don't think I I know this yeah, term. Text battles is like the ultimate, like the ultimate. I don't know. That's like my ultimate. How I learned how to. It's crazy that that's where I started. But I, yeah, we used to do text battles. Like, man, I remember being a little little kid, man, maybe eleven, ten, eleven years old, man. I would watch Freestyle Friday, go and. Steal the Freestyle Friday bars, take them to these little text battles on MSN chat room, and just use those bars. I just <laughs> fight bars, and just use them, win battles, right? Right. So that's like my essence. And then one day, I got caught. Someone's like, "Oh, you you bite yo!" I just heard that bar like I was stupid. Like I just really <laughs> used the bar that just happened like thirty minutes ago, and then I was like, "You know what? I stole so many bars that I know what it takes to make a real bar now." So that's how I began writing is because I started biting for real. Right. Yeah. Right. We used to bite Freestyle Friday lyrics. Like when Avalanche and 
Poster Boy, those mm. times. Oh, like, yeah. I was stealing stealing bars left and right. Well, yeah, that, that's what that's how they say you start out, though, right? You 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 imit, you imitate who you look after, right? So you know, as a producer, oh, right? Totally. Like you know, as a totally. producer, like I, you know, I, or I was trying to make beats like Premier or Pete or mm. or you know whoever, right? Like everybody tries yeah. to, you know, that's the only that, that's your that's your frame of reference, right? Yeah, like all you, my first rhymes good. sounded like Sugar Hill Gang and right. Run DMC back LL. in like eighty two, eighty four. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Hell yeah, yeah. So, so how did you get past that, Daniel? Like, when, when did you actually start putting joints <laughs> together and you know figuring out that you had something? Uh, I started putting joints together not long after that. I had like a little broken computer mic in my basement. I taped it up, started recording on like I think the I think the program was called like Acid Wave or something like that. And man, I, I started putting my joints up on like MySpace and. Okay. I was, it's going to be sound. Actually, I still have my sound click from, I don't know, I think the last time I uploaded on that sound click was 08. And it's, and it's got like 200 joints on it. Nobody, and that's like, I literally have my very first recording ever up on sound click. And nobody will ever hear that ever. Like, I know the link, but nobody will ever get that ever. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> and uh, I, you was, just... man, I was like 11 or 12, man. I was, it was a long time ago, like 15 15, 16 years ago. You just issued a challenge to the entire internet. Be prepared. Yeah, they got to find. If anybody could find that, like, it's easy to find. It's easy to find. I don't even know how easy it is to find, but if anybody really knows, like, my government name or something like that, they could probably find that. <laughs> that's an issue, out, but you know, that's an issue. <laughs> that's Anybody could find that for me, that's they'll embarrass me. That's for sure. They got some dirt on me. If they can ever find that, like it's the worst. It's a battle too. It's like an online battle. Like I sound like a little kid and everything. It's the worst. I got my little battle bars. And there's some bars in there. I guarantee you though, that I always had bars, but I just didn't always know how to rap. You know, I always knew how to write, but it took me a while to figure out how to rap. Yeah. So, so Daniel, when did you, like, what was the first joint that really like started hitting for you? Like where you started getting, you know, like real recognition. Like I'm trying to think, I think I started paying attention to you when like, I guess it was, it was a, it was a crate division joint. I can't remember if it was, um, uh, I can't remember if it was the, the, um, division rivals or, you know, what it was where I kind of like started paying attention a little bit more. Like what, what, what joint first popped for you that started getting you some attention? Um, I would say like around last August, I dropped a tape with Giallo called The Gunner's Tape. Yeah. And that was the first time I ever got like spins from DJ Eclipse and Primo spun one of the joints. And that was like what really made me like be like, whoa, like this is crazy. I don't know anybody, nobody from my ends ever even you know got salutes from the legends like that ever like once i seen that primo played me on the radio and he hit me up like i I said like thank you for playing me on the radio and he hit me and giallo up saying that it was a dope record and all that once that happened i was like and it was the joint was called roaches which is ironic because that's the very first joint that me and giallo ever made and by the time of that dropped it was probably like a year two years old and I had joints on that that whole tape that was brand new too, so it was just kind of ironic that he the 
one joint that Primo played was the very first joint that we ever made. Like technically to me, it's not even the best record, but I guess it just gave that vibe. And Eclipse played a bunch of records and PF Cutting and Bro, that that tape was kind of the one that just made me say it got a little it got a little bit of that recognition, like it got spins from the legends. Like I'm forever grateful for that. But that's what made me say, holy, like I could potentially do something with this. Like I gotta you know, I gotta put my energy into this. And then right. then we followed up. Then then I then I got it with my dude Soze, who I've been rocking with since we were little kids, little teenagers. And we did this we did this uh division rivals tape and then you know Vinny Paz was bigging it up and Eclipse again and it was getting spins all over Sirius. So that one I kinda think that one put a little bit more attention, like, okay, you know this guy's following up, he's got more product. And then forwarding on to the Remo Gadji, that was so Gunners was August twenty sixteen. Division Rivals is December 26, 2016. Then I dropped Remo Gadji in May 2017. And that's the one that was like, and I wasn't even, I didn't even know what to expect. Yeah. I was just recording like crazy, put it together. It sounded good to me. I did all the recording, all the mixing. Gallo sent the beats. I just knocked them out. I didn't really know what to expect, but I knew that I had to get something out. So I, didn't, I knew I had to follow up. So I put that out, not knowing what to expect. I knew it was different. I knew it was like slower pace. I knew it was different. I knew that there was a lot of detail in the bars. Like I knew I was getting my message across how I wanted to, but I never really expected it to kind of pick up like it did. Right. And then that's the one that I think kind of people was like, okay, this guy's, you know, this, you know, he's not, this isn't no, there's no, I don't know. We, it, that's a good representation from the North, you know? Right. From, from being from Canada, we got to work like twice as hard. So I feel like this now the, this body of work that I'm creating because also me and Fiber Optics we did Parisian Connections a right. week before I dropped Remo Gadji. So there was a good body of work where I feel like okay now I'm beginning to represent my area properly and right. people are kind of starting to take notice. So I felt like you know those are kind of like that was like a noble deed. You know I was doing I was doing us justice out here. And also trying to put people on out here. Like, I'm trying to get, you know, some my dude Blizz. I got him on joints. My big bro Blizz, I got him on some joints. Just trying to kind of show that diversity and that nature that's out here. You know, that multiculturalism. Yeah. You know, all different kinds of flavors. Because there's so much talent. Like, my dude Soze, my dude Raspy, of course, my dude A-Sun Eastwood. Like, oh, yeah. Bozak. Like, it's crazy out here. There's so much talent, man. Yo, is it with all the talent out there? Is it hard to cut through? Like, like, like you said, you were saying, you know, you finally starting to like, you know, make some noise, and 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 people are starting to pay attention. But, you know, how how long of a of a stand are we talking about? Like, has it been a, a long road for you, or it's kind of, um, it's kind of been a long. It's been a long time in the making. Like mm-hmm. the fabrication process has been a long time to where. I've feel like I got to that comfortable level where I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to swing swords with whoever type of thing. Like right. I always had that mind state. Like I came from the battle. I used to battle back in the days. I remember as a little kid, I always wanted to go to scribble jam. Do you guys remember scribble jam? Oh yeah. yeah. We, we, we went to a number of scribbles. Yeah. Yes, sir. That was my dream as a kid was to battle on the scribble jam stage. Cause I used to do the battles on the beats. 
Like I battled Organic, the guy who created King of the Dot, um, in my first battle ever. I was like 15. I was in grade 11, 15, 16. And that was my first battle ever on stage. Oh, and I shit. beat him. And I was like, yo, you know, I beat him. And I was like, yo, bro, like I come from that battle mind state where I'm like, all right, you know, I could, I'm, I'm, I'm down to go whenever. But the skill, you know, it took me a while just to make sure to catch up everything together, get the right recipe together. So, yeah, it's kind of been a long time coming. But really, I feel like I'm. this was my rookie year because I really dropped my first tape that did damage in August. And it's just kind of been following up since then. And now it's been just over a little bit of a year. And I seen Hus Kingpin was saying, like, he thought I was the most impressive new MC. 2017 so it's like yeah this kind of oh. was like my rookie year even though yeah, i've been man. working on it forever right i was like an amateur before and now I've, i'm like in the professional ranks now dope dope what's the um what's the what's the what's the process like in 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 the city and in, in to as far as like getting on and and doing shows and getting getting your music out there and stuff like that like what 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 course of actions um, do you and like other MCs in Toronto have to, you know, what kind of moves y'all have to make to get hurt? Well, first of all, the sound of Toronto is not the sound of, is not like Daniel's son. Like this, it's not this sound that's popular out here. Cause we, of course have Drake, we have the weekend, we have party next door. Everybody out here is doing the R and B. Everyone's kind of doing like that trap. R&B type sound, yeah. you know, and I got, I, I loved, I, I, in particular, I like listening to it. I like, I like Drake's music, even though that's not the lane for me. That's not what I grew up on. I just like what, I, cause I know it's Toronto. Like this is our, this is a sound that represents us. Like this is us. It uses our terminology, the beats, everything is kind of, it all kind of has a Caribbean influence. Like that's what it really is out here. So we can relate to it, but it's there's the, what's popular out here is that sound like the auto tune, you know. There's there's young artists out here that are so popular they'll drop a video and they do like a hundred thousand in a day, mm. and and they're Damn. big like they're big. But the thing is, they're big within the city. They don't have the international reach. Right, right. And I would never, I wouldn't sacrifice that international reach for anything. Mm. I, I pride myself on the international reach because out here, Toronto's called a screw face capital. Like there's no support. Your your only support is your immediate surroundings. Other than that, everybody else is trying to get on. So nobody wants to help anybody get on. It's all like the battle out here just to try and get on. So you, you got these dudes who are like block famous They're famous on the block and, all the different little Canadian. Well, really, you know what? Toronto music is big. Even like all that, all the, like the trap R and B. We're really big in UK, but UK also has a very big Caribbean influence. It's like Jamaica, oh, yeah, UK, and Toronto. We're like that trinity of like where like the real authentic Jamaican community and all kind of Caribbean, all the islands. Yeah, with like that's like a real like a hotbed, a real hotbed. Because I know that there's Caribbean people in all places, but the real there's like a three hotbeds, and so they kind of relate to our music better than maybe people in the states would relate to our music. Okay, right. But as far as as far as for what I my process, 
like my man Bozak is a big part of that. Like we, there's two stations out here that really play the real underground, uncut, raw. Like my dude Mookie Betts pulled up on me, maybe like right around after we dropped Division Rivals, probably in January, right around when I did my interview with Bozak. He pulled up on me and he was like, "Yo, these guys are playing Conway. Like this is a Toronto station. They just played a Toronto dude. He kind of sounded like Conway. He was uh-huh. sick." I'm like, "All right, what's the station?" Like one hundred five point five, so I'm like, okay. So immediately, I go back inside my house, research Adam on Twitter. Somehow, just before that, I had got in contact with Bozak. Bozak had hit me up, so I hit the plug. I hit the uh, the, the radio station there called the Plug. I hit them up, and he's like, oh, ha ha, this is Bozak. I'm like, oh, great! Like, what a small world. I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, I, my friend was just showing me your radio station. You guys are playing all kinds of craziness. Like, you know, how could we get together type of thing? And then I was on the radio station the next week. So mm. cats like mm. Bozak, who, and Bozak's been doing the radio station for a long time, been right. giving underground acts like myself a platform where they can express, you know, showcase their abilities. So that's like a big thing. And we have another station, 89.5 FM, that do New Breed MC. So it's like, there's not very many outlets for this type of music. That's why I don't bank on on Canadian fans, really. That's where it's like I'm trying to grow my European fan base. I'm trying to grow my American fan base because out here, if once you're popping elsewhere, then they'll follow you up. Then they'll follow right. fashion. Gotcha. But right. you you won't pop out here. You won't pop. You won't pop out here until everybody's such a follower out here, and everybody hates so bad that they got to see you be embraced somewhere else before they'll embrace you themselves out here. Got you, got you. Hey, Daniel, did did you plan on having so much shit out in such a compressed amount of time? Because, I mean, you you just rattled off a ton of releases. And I think I I remember, like, after, you know, I saw all the Crate Division shit dropping and the shit with Gallo, and I was like, uh, it just seemed like there was something out from you, like, you know, every other month almost. Was that planned or was that just accident that everything was just kind of dropping at the same time or close together? Um, it was, you know, it was like a plan. It was, it was like a, a mix, a good mix of both, you know, with this, uh, you know, when you, when you're feeling inspired and when you're feeling motivated, you ride that wave, you ride that momentum until, cause you're knowing as an artist, you know, the inevitable, it's inevitable. You're not going to be, you're not going to always be in the mood to make music all the time, 24 right. hours a day type of thing. So when you're in that mood and you're in that zone and you know, that's when it's like yellow son of B the the track almost writes itself. You know, it's like, I don't even think I just yeah. black out, you know, just the bars just start formulating. So in those times you just ride the wave. And I was fortunate to be in a place, like in a mind frame where, you know, I had like a consistent, source of motivation and inspiration and so i was just trying to work as hard as i could just trying to milk it just you know trying to get the most out of it that i could and so it ended up you know it's kind of planned because when you feel that way you're like all right you know we're talking with the team i'm talking with giallo i'm talking with vic grimes i'm talking with fiber optics you know it's like all right you know let's step on the gas right now because you know you know we're feeling good this is the come up right now like this this is what we're supposed to be doing and then so then there'll be times where like you're not as motivated and then you have what you, you got what you got out right now, but you got a whole bunch of mustache, so you know this right. this stash could last me for a while. Yeah. So 
we always have something in the stash, you know? I always have something in the stash. We're working on new stuff. But it was kind of planned, but it was also because we were just taking advantage of the time. Yeah. Once we could tell what time it was, we're like, all right, it's time to take advantage. Let's make a plan based off of the situation we're dealing with right now. Right. And, you know, that's it's still that situation. It's still the same thing. We still have a lot of things planned. You know, it's kind of been... Right now, it's kind of been, like, I I dropped my, I dropped, it wasn't even like a tape. I dropped like a mix called the Moonshine Mix. Yeah. I dropped that on my birthday, October 1st. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't a tape. It was just like a, it was just a compilation of music. I wanted it really to be like a, a radio mix. That's what I wanted it to sound like. It was just like uh, a mix, okay. a compilation of yeah. new stuff, old stuff, you know? So I put that out just to keep the vibe up. And now we got this. Santa Maria tape I'm working on with Diallo. It's going to drop right around New Year's. Uh-oh. I got an EP that I'm dropping December 26th. Oh, shit. So right. it's just, we're just going to keep the momentum going. Yeah, nobody even really knows. That's like the, uh, you know, yeah. you guys are getting the, uh, the advanced, yeah, advanced yeah. blueprint. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, what kind of sandwiches that you eating on, on the cover of that moonshine mix? That sandwich was good as hell, man. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that is, but that Jerk. looks good. Jerk chicken sandwich, my friend. <laughs> Jerk chicken sandwich with the coleslaw on it. Oxtail oh, gravy on the sandwich. Plus a little, what you didn't see is I had like a little cup of oxtail gravy just in the cup that you dip the sandwich into. That's the <laughs> real one-two punch. God is that's, And that's from a spot out here in Kensington Market. It's kind of like a little hipster area in Toronto. And it's beautiful. Like on the, on the weekends, you go to you go to Kensington Market. You that in that place, you know, for, that's the safest place in the city. Safest place. And you just go. There's so many good restaurants. There's like so many good little small restaurants. There's like three different jerk spots in like a four block radius, and they're all crazy. But this one particular spot, it's actually called the Jerk Spot. Like that's mm. what it's called. It's called the Jerk Spot. And they got the they got the jerk chicken sandwich. And with the coleslaw on it, it's crazy. You dip mm. it in the oxtail gravy, mm. and there's not much else you can say. You know, for that for that little 15 minutes where you try and enjoy that sandwich, you have no problems in life at all. Right. Yo, all, all, all I know is that for a motherfucker to po- to be on the cover of a release, to be eating that goddamn sandwich, that sandwich must be good as hell. <laughs> Flexing like a motherfucker. Like, like, motherfucker, I got this sandwich, and you don't. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> And the bread is not no regular bread. It's right. like, like a, almost like a cocoa bun type right. of bread. Like it's, uh, it's ridiculous. That's that sounds, my that sounds good as hell, right there, man. Oh lord. Yeah, when are we going to Toronto? I don't know, man. man. We I, look. I, I, I look. I'm telling you, man. I fuck with Toronto. I've only I've been there twice. <laughs> I can't even remember the last time I went. But I'm telling you, you and me in Toronto, man. That would be a good fucking time right there, man. Let me tell you. You got right. a lot of spots for you guys, man. If you guys are ever out here, let me know in advance. Like, I, you know, I got you guys. I oh, hope yeah. you guys are heavily Dope. down out here. Especially when it oh, comes yeah. to... You know, if you guys need food spots, for sure. Because there's a spot that you walk into. Kind of looks like, you know, a little shady. The lady that's yeah. serving you might not be so friendly. But trust me, they're, they got the food out here. Like... Oh, yeah. There's like, there'll be four different jerk spots and all the jerk chicken is the best, but they taste different. Like they have different right. spices or the oxtail gravy might be more peppery. Like it's, it's like barbecue, it's, so crazy. it's like barbecue here. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Barbecue in itself. I never really got, like, I never been to Tennessee. Oh, I never oh, been boy. to Georgia either. Like, I need oh, yeah. that down south barbecue the way you guys need that Toronto jerk, like Caribbean. Yeah. Well, yo, we're going to we gonna have to barter, man. We're we going to have to do something, man. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I, got the well, Memphis, I got the Memphis barbecue on lock. Yeah, you, you, you ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> So we'll we'll, we'll work it brisket. out. I'm a sandwich. I'm a sandwich dude. I need that beef brisket. I need that brisket sandwich. Like that's that's all I need. I got, got to swap you. for you guys. I just need that brisket. Like that's me all there day. You go. We'll work it out. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> yo yo yo, Daniel. What, what's love, Daniel, what's up with you and Crime Apple, man? Because honestly, you and him right now, like like the two of you are are my guys right now, and um. You know, you guys are collaborating a lot. Like, tell us a little bit about that relationship and, you know, why you guys are just, you know, just making just, I mean, the music that you guys are turning out, man, is just incredible. Man, thank you, man. Crime Apple is a, a real seriously talented dude, man. That's, he's like, we only, like, I, I've, I never met him. Like, I never even been to Jersey in my life. So I'm going to be going to Jersey for sure. We're definitely going to be Lincoln. But, there was a time like when I was working on my on, on Remo and whatever I was working on at the time, when you're kind of in that mindset, you're not listening to nobody. You're just listening to your own stuff. Right. I'm probably listening to jazz music or like I'm listening to Jim Morrison, just trying to get inspiration from sources elsewhere, like just where I'd naturally drive my inspiration from. Like I might just be listening to the jazz radio station. I might hear some crazy, some craziness. In, in like a one minute period just on the radio and I'll be a passenger in a car and I'll, and that will make me write like 16 bars just off this crazy mm. acid jazz that has no real tempo to it. It just keeps switching. So when I'm, I took a, when I'm done, I, I release my, I release Remo and all that. I'm kind of taking my little downtime and I'm like, all right, let me see what the competition is dealing with. I'm, I'm seeing Gallo Ben talking about this guy, Crime Apple, and uh-huh. he's on Smooth New Joint. So I'm like, ah, right, let me check who this dude Crime Apple is. Like, if Gallo's bigging him up like this, this guy must be a serious dude. So I checked him out, and I, 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 don't, I didn't even know what to expect. When I saw him, I'm like, when I saw him, when I saw what he looked like, I'm like, this guy got to be fucking ill. Like, he looks like, <laughs> he looks like one of those dudes that is like yeah. a mutant. Like, he just looks like a mutant, you know? You can tell. <laughs> When 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 the power level is high, like immediately it's like, right. oh shit, this guy looks like fucking like a serial killer type dude, you know? <laughs> so I check him out and the, it's funny because the very first track I ever checked from him was called Soze because my brethren, uh, my, my brother's name is Soze, you right. know? So I'll check the track Soze. Oh, yeah. And the man's like, he says like, I'm I'm only here to check out the chocha or some shit like that. Like, bro, I'm just hearing the way that the man's articulating his whole attitude yeah. and his whole, like, confidence. And I'm like, yo, this guy's a fucking problem. Like, right. yo, where the fuck did this guy come from? I never heard of this guy before. Like, Giallo's, Giallo, Giallo has a way of finding, of finding, and I know that Giallo wasn't the one, like, you know, but Dudley and I know, you Crime Apple been doing this thing. Yeah. But just in my point of view, Giallo was the one that pointed me in that direction where, you know, I, I, I paid attention to it, and it's like, and the joints that Cram Apple has with Giallo are fucking crazy, too. Right. So, I, I was just like, and I'm a dude really that, I don't really like to ask for anything. I don't like to ask for nothing. Yeah. I just rather get it on my own, or I keep my mouth quiet, even to my own detriment, you know, like, even to my own detriment. 
I won't ask for shit. Right. So it was because I'm like, you know, Crime Apple's Crime Apple's crazy. He's mad ill. You know, he probably demands a high number for the feature price. I got my home team that I work with already, so I don't really need features in my own like little stubborn way. I'm like, I don't need features or whatever, even though these guys are mad ill. So right. luckily for me, fortunately for me, Crime Apple hit me up. And that's just that's just a sign of how humble he is. He's just a humble dude, just hit you up, say what's up. In in this competitive market that we're in, yeah. where like everybody's trying to fight for their own out here, he he hit me up and I could just, you know, you could just read the energy immediately. And it's like, yeah. I know if I go out to Jersey and go politic with him, it's going to be like we've been chilling for a whole life type of dude. Yeah. And the man's bars are crazy. And his production is crazy. Like, salute my dude, Buck Dudley, that he's been doing his work with. And, yeah, bro, so, yeah, we just been working. Like, he been sending a couple of joints. I got him on my Santa Maria tape with Yellow Point on a joint called Daily Soup. And bro, the man fucking is a monster. Like he's a beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every tape he's been dropping is ridiculous. Bro, yo, shout out my dude Crime Apple, man. He's doing big yeah, things. Dude. And it's like a you know, it's a beautiful thing to watch everybody that's in this market too, you know? Yeah. Like I got a lot I'm a fan of a lot of these artists out here, these guys that are out here chasing their dream the same way I'm chasing it. I see these dudes getting up going to do their thing you know it makes me say fuck i gotta go run this race the same way i gotta run this race right, harder you guys that. is running because right. if you ain't running people is running you down yeah no doubt it's good to have motivators man yes, for sir. sure yo that when you go daniel yo man that shit is fucking incredible man that when you go hey, yo you know it's kind of when a dude like crime apple sends you a joint and he's like yo i got smooth on this you know i need you to go on the first verse like, bro, it's not, it's, no. it's nothing that makes me feel nervous in the studio except shit like that. You know, like, oh, the, oh shit, I'm going to be the first one to set it off. Like, That's yo, crazy. you can't, you know, you can't, you have no whack, you can't have one whack bar yeah. where those dudes will just mop the floor with you because they're, they're savages <laughs> with it. Man. Yo, there, there aren't many, ra- I mean, Meek, you, you, know, you know me, like, there aren't many records that I will play, you know. 20 25 30 35 times yeah in a row. it's got to be wild <clears throat> yeah man but look daniel that motherfucker right there yo i mean that joint right there like i mean i was checking <laughs> for y'all anyway but that record right there bro i mean that that's my that's what i call like my my morning record like when i get up and like i get you know the kids are gone and i'm in the ride and like you just hit repeat you know, you just had that joint on repeat. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker right there, man. Wow. I mean, that is a <laughs> for, for you, you for you. I'm and, glad that you feel it, man. Yeah, for you and crime for you and crime apple and even smooth. I mean, I, I'm a fan of smooth as well, but man, that, that right there, that might be yeah. top top five, top ten record for me this year, man. That's a great fucking dope. record, dude. I dope, love that record, dope, man. Dope. Anyway, Bro, I, those guys. Sorry, I'm fanboying. Those... I'm fanboying out over here. Sorry. <laughs> Nah, yo, man, that's love, man. That that's I I love hearing it, man. It's crazy, you know. This is just it's it's so I just feel so happy with how everything is going right now, and the type of people that you meet through this music business. You meet a lot of weirdos through this music, man. Let me tell you, you meet a lot of fucking weirdos through this shit. <laughs> that and, is statement uh, of the year, right cool. there. Yo, that is a soundbite from hell, right there. Nah, that is a soundbite, right yo, there. Yo. <laughs> Yo, you meet some cool ass dudes too, man. You meet yeah. some cool ass cast, and it's like, yo, we never even really linked up in the physical. Right. But it's like, 
you you link up with some of these like minded cats, and it's like the way that their energy on whatever side of the planet, like yo, recognize Ali, man. My dude's in Ghana right now. My dude's he's oh, in what? Ghana, and to see the type of impact he's having from Ghana, and I'm like, bro, like he he'll send me a record, and it'll be crazy, and I'm like, bro, like your energy is being sent from Ghana and being reciprocated out here in Canada. Like, whoever would have thought that they'd be listening to a record from a dude from Canada and a dude from Ghana. Yo, no, wait, like, wait, I did not know this. Hold on. Hold on one second. Did you know this, Meeks? He's in uh, Ghana, Ghana, man. Yo, I got it, a lot of... Is he from Ghana? I don't understand. I, I'm confused. I can't even... I can't... <laughs> I don't know the full, full story. I, I'm, <laughs> yo, I put my money... I'm pretty sure, man. I'm pretty sure he's born in Ghana and... And it, he, I know for a fact he's in Ghana. Like all his videos are from Ghana. Like he's out, he's oh, I, there. That's where he's. Wow. I thought he was a New York cat. Out here from Ghana. Okay. I was thinking it was a situation like one below. You know, you got me. I'm out here, kind of. Oh right. Yeah. No, I know. I know. I but yo, that just shows the man's power right there. Like the impact he's having on North America and Europe from Ghana. Like, bro, he's a fucking animal. Like you talk about being against you know just you just don't have the same resources and shit like that like you don't have it's crazy just you well know, i like will say that is, that like, is like a, that is one of the greatest things about the whole internet shit oh, is no that it just cuts yep. it just cuts so much mileage off and you can you can reach out to people and you can yeah. you can have an impact in another country and and stuff like that i mean shit when we was doing our thing real heavy and fuck around and ship some shit overseas. That motherfucker spread like wildfire. And next thing you know, motherfuckers is reaching out and trying yeah. to figure out what's going on. And, you know, you get the, if you're ever out here, emails yeah. and all that type of shit. <laughs> yeah. The internet has done some great things from, for, for a lot of people in, in places that we normally wouldn't know about. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so no yeah, doubt. that's, we we big up the internet for that one thing right there alone. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. Hell yeah. It's just the way that it just shows you what the power of music is. That's just the power of music. You can bring people together from all different types of walks of life. Mm-hmm. You know? You can yeah. tell. You can you can tell when a fake when a fake motherfucker is making some music. You sound like he, he, people just <laughs> There's just a thing about being true in music. Like, yeah. if, some, if a fake dude's trying to make some music, you're like, yo, this dude fake as fuck. And I would have never knew you was a fake motherfucker if you didn't make no music. Right. So you just right. expose yourself. It's like a real, <laughs> it's like a polygraph when you go on the mic. You know, you got a, a some, because the masses are going to tell you, you might think it's the illest shit ever, but it's, everybody's think, yo, bro, you garbage. Like, what are you doing right, right. now? Right. So that's the power of music. Like, I never would have met these cool. I I would have never been politicking with you guys, man. I'm I'm out here having a good time talking with you guys, and that's just the yeah. power of music, right there. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Oh yeah. So so Daniel, if if you had to uh, if you had to tell someone like you know what's what's your reference point for someone that, that's never really dug into your shit? Like, do you, do you have one body of work that if you know right now, if, you know, here's where you go to get like quintessential Daniel son. Is where would you point him, man? You know, I feel like the most accurate representation of where I'm at in my life right now would be the Remo Project. So, you know, that would be a good way that you could start right there and then you could work backwards from there. 
Okay. But you know this next this Santa Maria, I got a I got a bunch of joints I'm working out right now. Like I got this EPM about to drop. This, we got Boxing Day December 26th to us is Boxing Day. I know yeah. I'm actually going to be in Florida for December 26th, so I'm not even I'm going to release that EP while I'm in Florida. Okay. Okay. So then I got so much joints I'm working on right now. So that would be a good reference point, you know, because from when you get when you're at Remo and you can work your way back to the Gunners tape, and even I have a joint I dropped in uh, January 2015, Moonshine Chemist, yeah. my very first collaborative project I ever did with Crate Division. Then uh, Fiber Optics and myself we released Parisian Connections One, and that was like simultaneous. I think that was like February March of 2015. And then I didn't drop again until August 2016, which is the Gunners take. So if you were go, if you're gonna go to Remo Gaji, work yourself back from there. You can see the progression. You can see the growth of the, as an MC. You know, you can kind of see where I'm at in my life. Like my earlier records, I listen to myself on my earlier records, and I and I picture what I was going through in life, and I can just like I'm just like a you know I'm just. I, it's just like anger and just misguided mm. energy. And now I see where I where I'm at now. I'm more mature. Mm. I'm more you know schooled in 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 the aspect of life. Okay. And I'm more directed. I'm more channeled. I'm more relaxed. I'm more calm. I'm happy. You know I'm you know I know that this is a path to success as long as I work as hard as I can. I take care of if I cover my bases and I work as hard as I can. I know only good things could come from it, and that's like something that that's like you know that's like the path of the samurai right now. You know, like the the sword is only getting sharper the harder you work. So that's that's just the path I'm trying to take right now. And you can see that the Remo tape. I'm more comfortable in that path that I'm taking right now. I'm you know I'm ready. For, I'm more ready for it before. Yeah. I'm just raw. I'm just like raw energy. I'm not molded. I'm I'm not as polished. So and then by the time you work yourself back, I'll have drop this new stuff. I got this new this new stuff. Just trying to show how you know sharp the sword is. Because oh. you see these cats out here, man. These cats will take your head off with one swing. So I'm trying to keep my my sword sharp like that too. Yeah. That's what's up. So so Daniel, you you sent us three joints. Before the interview started, what can you tell us about those three joints you sent us? Because we're going to play them on the show. So we're going to play them on episode, <laughs> where, where are we at? 143, 143 right? 143, yeah. 143. So what can you tell us about the three joints you sent us that we're going to rock? Yo, one thing I'm going to tell you is I got so many new joints that I don't even, I couldn't even <laughs> tell you what joints I sent you, but I got so much new joints. All right. Let Lady me, and Dump. Go. What did I say? Hold on, hold on. Let me think about hold on, hold on. that right now. Okay. Is it, you sent me, me no, one you, joint. You, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you, okay. We'll, we'll read them off. No pressure. Okay. Featuring. No pressure. Let me talk about no pressure. Okay. No pressure is featuring my big bro, Bliss. And we were listening to like Cypress Hill. And Giallo sent a joint. You would have thought that it was a, a Muggs beat. Like, you would have thought it was mm, DJ Muggs. Okay. And then right. he's like, bro, this is so crazy. Just, bro, I, literally, no pressure is us doing our be real impression. For real. Okay. Like, that's All us right. paying homage to be real. For dope. real. Okay. That's dope. All right. Then I've got Summer Rain. Summer Rain is off of Santa Maria. No, Nobody else has that record. Only you guys. Nobody Ooh. else has any of these records. Only oh, you guys have these. Oh, shit. And, and, and Summer Rain is one of the joints on Santa Maria. 
No Pressure is also a Giallo beat, but that one's not on Santa Maria. Okay. I do have Blizz on another joint though on that on that tape, but that one's like a that one's gonna be like a single. And you guys got the you know you guys got that first, man. I appreciate you guys stretching up yes, to me, sir. so I Thank had to you. show love back. Thank you. And so yeah, uh, Summer Rain is on Santa Maria for sure. All right, and then we got Icy Psalms with uh with with Asan, oh, yeah, produced by Shiloh, my dude, the illest rapper in Toronto right now and soon to be of all time. He's already the illest rapper of all time from Toronto to me. My dude, Asan Eastwood. Are yeah. you guys familiar with him? Uh, yeah. v- very familiar. No yes, doubt. we played a number of his records. Yeah. We love the Hollywood Briggs Project. Absolutely, yes, sir. God bless the dead. R.I.P. Hollywood Briggs, man. That's- yeah. Bro, A-Sun Eastwood is the truth. The same A-Sun Eastwood, Crime Apple, SD Knack, Al Davino, Code 9, my dude Cypher Soze, my dude Rassi, my dude Bliss, Lil Ito. Yo, A-Sun Eastwood, he's he's the truth. He's right. he's the nicest of all time to me, in my opinion. I love it. Yo, I'm a fan of everybody, but I'm the biggest A-Sun Eastwood fan that there's ever been. And uh-huh. when I and he's not even made his mark yet, but it's his time right now. That's it's so his so. time. And I'm so excited for everybody to to soon be, you know, exposed to that. Like once he hits everybody, it's over. And the plans that he's got and just the energy that he's got. And we only linked up like within the last like six, seven months. And you know, he's a little bit older than me and just the wisdom and the guidance and just, you know, the positive yeah. uplifting energy he showed me. That's like a real OG that I feel like everybody could benefit from knowing. He's a person that everybody could benefit from knowing, having a conversation with. You might hear his music, but you don't know him. As soon as you have a conversation with him for 15 minutes, his music automatically becomes 100 times iller just off his character. Uh, He's the illest of all time. And that Uh, Icy Palms joint is just one small little glimpse of his immense talent and potential. And I can't say enough good things about my dude, A-Sun Eastwood. That's the big homie, for real, for real. And by this time next year, this time next year, you're going to be saying Daniel's son called this from the jump. He's the fucking illest. All right. All right. right. (laughs) Real real quick, one more. What about your man, Future Wave? Uh, I was in the lab with my dude, Future Wave, yesterday. Okay. Bro, same thing. Like, uh, met him within the last six, seven months. Yeah. Next thing I know, he's tied in. So, so Future Wave is kind of like my story, but kind of maximum. Future Wave grew up in a really, really rough area out here called Rexdale, right? And he's yeah. like that, that classic story that's kind of like me. Like, you're like the one white dude in the area, yeah. surrounded by nobody else who's white type of thing, you know? Yeah. And so he's a little bit older than me as well. So come to find out that a lot of my big homies grew up with Future Wave. So just the way that it's a small world out here and then just, yo, the man, just some of the people that he's worked with that I know or that I've come to know over time and just a serious, serious dude that he's worked with. Like I could relate to him so much. Like when we talk, it's the same thing. Like you meet somebody, but it's like you already knew them your whole life type of thing, you know? Now, so now he, um, that's the same thing. He, he mixed that, uh, that joint that you and Bozak did for, uh, for, for uh, Dave or the official crate, right? Didn't he do that karate music joint? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He yeah, did. Yeah, man. And that was my first ever introduction to him. And I was so impressed 
because normally I handle all my own recording, mixing. Yeah. So I recorded the karate karate practice at my spot. Okay. I recorded it, and I sent Bozak like a little reference that I had in my mix. And a lot of times you send somebody a reference, then you send them the raw vocals. And and just in my cases, in my opinion, I like I like how I mix my own stuff. Right. So a lot of time you get a mix back and you feel like, okay, well my mix was better, but always, whatever. Always. I got that future wave <laughs> mix back, and I Yo. was so impressed with how the mix sounded that immediately and we weren't really familiar with each other at that time too until a son and myself did uh summer's fucking over and future wave did that beat as well and we linked up and met uh we shot the video with my dude mercenary who's also another monster mercenary been doing he did the a son video 5 p.m um, he did Wakao, he did Summer's Fucking Over, he did Young Memphis, like, Mercenary just did a video with Mayhem Loren, oh, so yo, shit. watch out All for right. my dude, Mayhem, watch out for my dude, Mercenary, who's on the heavy come up right now on the video, okay. right. he's about to be the most fucking illest of all time when it comes with the videos, all right. but, so yeah, that I met Future Wave then, and it's crazy, like, now we have, we're like nine, ten joints deep into a tape right now. Yeah. Like we, I was just cooking with him all day Dope. yesterday. Dope. Another yeah. dude, another, another guy that you meet through music, who's cool. Out of all these fucking weirdos that you meet, you meet some cool ass solid dudes who's like, you know, those guys end up being like you feel like you've been knowing them your whole life. And Future Wave is yeah. a classic example of that. Like I'm, you know, I can't be more happy with how things are going. I'm meeting yeah. these cool ass dudes. You know, it's all this. You know, we be meeting, bro. Shout out to all the female hip hop fans too. I I be getting some cool ass chicks that be loving music. And like, I got chicks hitting me up saying, "Oh, yo, you got a joint with Crime Apple." I'm like, "Yo, first of all, how do you even know who the fuck Crime Apple <laughs> right. is? Like, yo, you the coolest girl all time. Beard. You know Crime Apple, like, you know. Beard. Shout out beard to gang. the ill chicks. You know. Shout <laughs> yeah. out to Catalina Papa. You know, that's the fucking illest. Yo, shout out to yo. Shout out my hip hop, my female hip hop supporters. Yes, all they the out there. They out there in general. Yeah. yeah. They're few and far between, they're but the they're coolest. out there. Yeah, yeah man. man. Absolutely. No doubt. Yo, that, no, no lie. That, that karate practice record, Daniel, I think is what actually made me like fully like, uh, you know, wake up to what was going on up there. I don't know what it was about that record. I, I just think it was, it was the beat. It was the rhymes. It was the way it was. It just sounded so goddamn big, man. And I'll, I'll never forget. I actually, uh, I played that on a, on a college radio station at, at Georgia Tech. Actually, I, I think I started off a show because I played there about once a quarter, and uh, and Dave sent me a clean of it. And I, man, I, I dropped that joint at the beginning of the show, and every every there were like four or five people that were hanging out in in the station, and like came over and asked me what that was, and like. When that happens, you know, you you know you have something. And I think that was the one joint that I was like, oh, okay, these, these cats are on to something. I got to figure out what the hell's going on here. So, yeah, big big shout to, big big shout to Future Wave, man, and Bozak, and, you know, everything you guys are doing up there, man. It's, the movement's dope, man. I love it. No doubt. It's a beautiful thing, man, just to be, you know, part of it, you know? Just to kind of – sometimes you take time and reflect because when you're, when you're in it and – everything is flowing you're not you're you're just living life i'm just living life this is just what i do this is just my daily life and then when i take time and reflect and i look back on it and yo you know you get these people that hit you up and you're like you know yo your records help me through tough times and you know i really appreciate you know you you kind of see a little bit of an impact you know 
I'm, I, I know where I'm at. I'm a realist. I'm on the come up right now. I'm still trying to make it larger, you know? I'm, but I'm seeing still the small impact, and it's large to me. Like, when somebody hits you up and you say, like, yo, your record helped me through tough times, or I could relate to what you're saying on this, you know? And, like, yo, you're the truth. I never, I get people, I get a one, two people from Canada saying, like, yo, you're like, you give us hope for music out here and stuff, and they're on the whole other side of the country. Like, it's, it's, I'm, I feel so happy with what's going on, and I feel so motivated to just keep working hard. Just the people that I've met, and just, you know, this, just, uh, yo, we have this small community, which is this underground hip hop community that nobody knows about. Other, if you're not immersed in it, or if you're not digging, or if this isn't your regular life, like me, I'm trying to make a career out of this. You don't know about Crime Apple. You don't know about Rec Ali. You don't know about Al Davino. You don't yeah. know about Southern Vanguard Radio. But the people who do know about this and the people who are in the community, you can you can see that it's getting bigger every day. You can see that, you know, you might have made this much for this record, but you know a couple years down the line, you know, these records might really be your career path. This could be your source. This could be a source of income. It already is a source of income, but this could be on a much larger scale. And I'm talking with some of these veterans and they're saying like, yo, this, the time that we're in right now is reminding them of like classic times and classic records. And there's so much ill music out there. And I'm just happy to be a part of it. How could you not be motivated and inspired every time you, you, you go and check on a new weekly radio list? You got crazy artists like Crime Apple and Rec Ali and SD Knack and Al Davino and Lil Ito. You know, it's how could you not be inspired right now? Even as radio hosts, like I know you guys, you guys are doing your podcast. I know you guys must be inspired just off the energy that these oh, other yeah. artists are giving out. Like yeah, it's a beautiful absolutely. thing. Oh, it's yeah. just it's just a dope time right now. Was what the dopest thing that stands out for me right now is when you talk to somebody like you that's twenty eight or a, a Fahim that just you know fresh fresh on the the twenty first year of his life or something like that or Nolan the Ninja somebody like that right. that's making the music that me and John grew up on. You know what I'm saying? That 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 type of music, that type of feel and and it doesn't sound forced, it doesn't sound fake. You know, it's authentic, you know what I'm saying? So we appreciate that the most, man. It's Absolutely. like y'all don't y'all don't even have to be fucking with the music like y'all fucking with it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all could be skinny jeaned out, you know, uh 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 the same the same eight oh eight on every record yeah. on the album and all of that, you know, mumbling your ass off. But y'all, you know, y'all y'all doing it like it's supposed to be done. And that's that's gotta be recognized. It's gotta be put on front street and people need to know about it, man. So yeah, us as as radio hosts, um that's the I think that's the best thing about about what we're doing every week is just yeah putting the spotlight where it needs to be. Yes, sir. Yeah. Absolutely. And man, I can't I can't express my gratitude enough for that. Like when I even today earlier, you know, people hit me up, yo, what are you doing today? I'm like, yeah, you know, we're over here, we're about to watch the football game. We got the curry chicken on deck, of course. You know, <laughs> but later I got this I got this radio interview with this radio station out in ATL. And they're like, what? People listen to you out in ATL. Are you serious? <laughs> like, you know, you guys are giving us that platform, yeah. and that's motivating. That's motivating. That's like, you know, we're that's that's the inspiration. It's like, okay, you know, this there's people out in ATL that's running the records. Like, right. nobody would have thought that. Who knew? Who who would have knew? Who knew yeah, that we yeah. had that kind of impact? So 
that's like a that just gives me more motivation to just be like, okay, this this is what the market is now. How can we keep pushing this forward? How can we keep expanding it? When you got these young dudes, like you said, like Fahim and Davino, you know, these real, these young dudes, that's like five years younger than me. And it's right. like, yo, these guys are monsters. Like right. these guys will body anybody on a record, you yeah. know? It's <laughs> yeah. like, you know that it's really like morals and values in life. And, and I was, you know, I was one of those dudes who learned a lot of morals and values of life through listening to, to records, through listening to rap. You know, my idols were rappers, you know? My idols were rappers, pretty much. Yeah. My idols were, like, my immediate surroundings, but my I wanted to be like Redman, you know? Mm. I, I, Redman was my favorite rapper. I wanted to be like Raekwon, you know? I, I, I kind of wanted to be like Eminem for a little bit, but not too long. You know, then I went back to wanting to be like Redman again. <laughs> but, like, these, That's real. That's some real <laughs> shit right there. <laughs> but, it's like morals and values of life that you you can see, you know, where it's reciprocated. Like, I'm trying, I, this is what I grew up on. This is what I know. When I was a little kid, I would run home from my bus, get home into school, and I would see, I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll see that on Rap City in the basement. I see the girl ride the bike into the car, and I would laugh my ass off every time. Like, that's, that's my shit. Like, that's what I was, yeah. that's my life. So now when it's like, when I'm trying to rap on the same kind of beats that Red Man rapped on and I'm trying to just rap about what's going on in my life or just try to make funny jokes or something like that in the raps, um, it's just morals and values that I, I was taught and I learned. And when it comes down to it, when I'm out, when I'm in the studio and for any youngin that's out there that's aspiring to be an artist in any genre or whatever, when you're in the studio, you're not out in the street getting into trouble. You're not, you know, you're yeah. not fucking around. You're doing... So I'm productive, and that's and you and you're still reciprocating those morals and values that you learned when you was a youngin, when I was a youngin. So it's like you're really doing something positive, and if you put that work into it, then it becomes constructive, and it becomes something that you could really, you know, you could use that to leverage your life. You could, you know, who knows what's gonna happen in a couple more years if I keep doing my little thing and I keep putting my energy into this rap shit. Then I'm not out in the street doing stupid shit. I'm not getting in trouble. You know, I have a place. I have a routine. That shit becomes, that's just an essence of life, like being in a good frame of mind, being in a good routine. You know, that having something that you can put your energy into that's constructive. And this music shit just happens to be it. And, you know, it's a blessing. I'm just doing what I, I'm just doing what I wanted to be when I was a little kid. I wanted to be Redman. Now I'm just trying to be, you know, I'm just <laughs> Daniel's son doing my little raps. There you go. All right. All right. There well, you go. Well, well, Daniel, thank you for your time tonight, man. Why don't for you real. tell everyone where they can support you? Yeah, more importantly, where they can put down some of their hard-earned money for uh, you know, or, you know, some music or a T-shirt or some merch, something like wh- wh- where can everybody go? Yo, you know what, you guys, you know, Daniel Sun is out there. I'm doing my thing, you know. But if you guys, everybody with their hard-earned money, you know, you go look at some of these cats that's dropping crazy projects, like my dude Crime Apple. You got crazy EPs out there. You go check him out on his band camp. You go check SD Knack. He just dropped Mini Mansion Dust Volume 2. Yeah. Make sure everybody go support those joints. If you know my dude, Al Davino, dumped that uh, Dump God Davino Edition Part 2, you go check Al Davino on his band camp. Make sure you guys, everybody supporting these same dudes that I'm out here rocking with because I got my projects that's dropping soon, but I don't really... I got my little moonshine mix. You can check that out on brownbagmoney.bandcamp.com. There you go. That's out there for sale. 
But you know, and anybody that's you know anybody that's out there that's you know Christmas is coming up and all that. So you know, <laughs> if you don't really got everything going down, you know, and, and people still want to support the music, you can hit me up cranekickson at gmail dot com. Anybody that wants some fire joints, and you know they you know they're trying to do the little thing. I do go. have a tape dropping for sale on the day after Christmas. So I know everybody got a little bit of Luciano in their pockets after Christmas. So I'm going to have that release coming. Okay. But until then, make sure you go support my brethren. I'm going to do Crime Apple, Al Davino, SD Nack, Lil Ito. Like, man, yeah. go get that old Muerta. Him and V-Don, that's the illest shit. Like, yeah. you know, go support. Go support everybody that's out that's putting their, you know, their, their blood, sweat, and tears into this music. Because I got yeah. love for all those dudes. And I'm going to have my joint dropping soon. But you can catch me on the Instagram at this BBM on the Twitter. You know, you can YouTube me at Daniel Sun Brown Bag Money, and just look. You know, we got way more. You know, I got everybody oh, yeah. every name, and we got too much dropping with him. Make sure you go get that smooth Medellin support. Giallo Point support Fiber Optics, Vic Grimes, Crate Division, the winners. Salute, you know, salute Hus Kingpin. You know, yeah. everybody that's doing the thing, make sure you go get that A-Sun Eastwood, yeah. Hollywood Briggs, because that project is, God bless the dead, my fr- my dude A-Sun Eastwood, one of his very close friends, passed away untimely, and I saw the impact that that had in the community, a lot of people that I knew. I never got the chance to meet Hollywood Briggs in, in the physical, but I-, I saw the way that he was supporting my music and the music that A-Sun and I created, and I saw a lot of people that I know that knew him and I didn't know that. And I just saw the way that it devastated a lot of people. And that project, all the proceeds for that project, and I know proceeds from that project go to the family. So that's a very good, you know, that, that tape is ridiculous. Aeson is so talented. Yeah. It's in honor of his deceased friend yeah. and the proceeds go to the family. So make sure you go to Ace. I'm not sure. Exa- make sure you Google Aeson Eastward and find the band camp and go purchase that album and get a physical because it's physicals and, you know, support what he's doing and support the family. You know, I love what these guys are doing and anybody that supports them is in a way supporting me because we're all pushing this market forward. Dope. Sir, absolutely. Well, Daniel, thank you, man. Appreciate it's been you, a, it's, it's been a real pleasure. Yeah, man. Yeah, we, lo- we love your Likewise, energy. Lo- love the music. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going to break off into some of these joints here in a little bit. No doubt. All right. Yo, anytime you guys are branching out into a sports edition, you know you can holler at me <laughs> in the comments. Got you. Got you. Got you. All right, Daniel, thank you, man. We'll we'll be in touch, bro. All right. Stay up, man. Yes, sir. Peace. Both of you guys, man. Both of you guys. You guys enjoy the rest of your night. And yeah, I appreciate you guys having me, man. Much love. I look forward. Anytime you guys need anything, just holler at me. Any drops or anything. I got you guys at all. So anyway, I can show love back for the way that you guys showing love. Just hit me up. I got you guys. Yeah, you got it. Dope. All right, my man. Thank you, bro. Peace. All right, Peace. be good. Peace. All right, Meeks. Yeah, man. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling all inspired and shit over yeah, here, man. man. Very positive, I'm man. Like, very, very uplifting. I have a, a lot more positive than and I am. I on know we were interviewing a motivational speaker tonight. <laughs> shit is awesome. Nothing man. like being motivated by a 28 year old. Hey. <laughs> You gotta get it. You gotta get it. I how love you it, man. Get it now. Yeah, I'm serious. This shit right here. This is why I love this shit, bro. This interview tonight is why I love oh, this shit, man. and it's why I keep doing shit like this, mm, man. Because mm. it just the fuck, the energy and the passion, man, is just. I love it, man. It's second yeah. to none. 
Everybody complaining about hip hop right now, man. Slow down and 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 find the the real shit out here, man. Exactly. Like it's some it's it's still some light out here. Y'all just need to slow down a little bit. Yep. Definitely turn that fucking radio off, turn man. The goddamn thing. Off. And and Whoa. and get to it, man. You just got get it. to it. Yes, sir. It's out here. All right. Southern Vanguard Radio, yeah. twice a week meeks. Yeah. Twice a week dough. Yeah. SoundCloud, MixCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. We're out there. Holler at us. We're out. Peace. Peace.